What's good, y'all? Big, 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 uh, big night for fights. Uh, UFC 269 uh, ended a little while ago. Uh, Kome versus uh, Loma ended before that. Uh, we think we got Nonito Denaire fighting, I believe. We'll try to find that one. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not the biggest Donaire fan, so I'm not. Really, I'm not really super interested in, in tuning into that one. But I think we got to get straight to the UFC 269 tonight. Uh, real quick, just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, make sure you give us a like and subscribe on our channel. This right here is the TDC, the Deadly Combination. Uh, this sport, uh, I don't know what it is. It used to be a podcast, but we're doing it as a segment now. Um, sometimes we do some some fight nights like tonight. Um, it's going to be you know focused on uh, MMA, boxing. Uh, and it's under the Gold Dirty Bastards umbrella, which uh, we do. We cover all sports on there. We do NFL, NBA, a little bit of baseball. We talk boxing and stuff on there as well, just not as in detail. So um, definitely check us out. Uh, subscribe to the Gold Dirty Bastards podcast uh, YouTube channel here. Uh, this is where you'll find all your deadly combination content as well as Gold Dirty Bastards content. Um, so anyways, let's get right into this. You said UFC 269. Uh some major, major fireworks, uh, big fights, uh, champions performed, uh, champions lost, uh, upsets. It had a little bit of everything uh, for everybody. So this was definitely a, a crazy night. Uh, UFC 269. Uh, I didn't catch the whole thing because I was going in between the fights uh, with the boxing as well. I watched I watched all of the Loma fight. I watched all of the Oliveira uh, Poirier fight. I watched all of the... Um, Pena versus Amanda Nunes. Uh, I seen part of the Cody Garbrand versus Kai uh, France, Cara France fight. I seen him get dropped and KO'd. Uh, it was first round anyway. I didn't. Miss, I I missed barely any. I missed the start, but right when I turned it on, he got dropped. Uh, Sean O'Malley fought as well. Uh, so let's get into that. Uh, those are the major ones that I seen. I was on the road for the other stuff. I didn't catch any prelims tonight, but the Sean O'Malley fight. Um, Broke down pretty much what you'd expect. Um, O'Malley was uh, very explosive coming uh, coming for this guy, Paiva. Uh, he was uh, in and out, catching him with nice strikes, uh, awkward strikes. Definitely seen the speed on display. I'm not the biggest O'Malley fan, but, um, you know, he has performed well in, in the fights that he's, that he's fought. He hasn't fought the toughest competition as of yet, but tonight he looked pretty impressive. I mean, the guy was catching him with some leg kicks, but... Um, you know, he answered back, and, and the speed was tremendous. Um, the, the 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 nice jab, the nice footwork, uh, great timing, and uh, he put him out. Um, but, I'm, I, you know, I think it's time we need to see that uh, Sean O'Malley steps up and gets in the ring with some better opponents. I know Dana's trying to build the, build, build him up, and, and um, but it's time, you know, let's get some, uh, some B-level guys for him. These C and D-level guys are just uh, not cutting it anymore. We need to see some real tests out of him. Uh, I know there's been some uh, back and forth between him and, and Garbrandt, but Garbrandt got KO'd tonight, so that that's off the table. Um, I know he's been talking about Peter Yan. He he was in the media saying uh, he has the tools to beat Peter Yan essentially, and uh, you know I don't know about all that. Peter Yan is on a on another level right now. Not too many can fuck with him. Uh, but, you know, if that fight were to happen down the road, it would be definitely exciting. Definitely an exciting fight. 
Um, so so Sean O'Malley takes care of business tonight and UFC two six nine. Uh, and then the other the other uh, Garbrandt I mentioned he got KO'd. Uh, he got clipped early, and he tried to recover get a takedown, but he couldn't do do enough to keep a uh, Kai Car France off him. And you know he was getting tagged left and right and just got put out. Uh, the chin of Garbrandt has already been exposed a few times. He I wouldn't even say he's a gatekeeper at this point. He's just a a, a good name, but you know he, he's he's done essentially. Uh, he could still have some fights, make a little bit of money, but as far as challenging and being in contention and all that kind of stuff, uh, he's done. We'll, we'll just go on record as saying he's done. Uh, the other big fight, co-main event, uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena. Uh, this was big if you're a better because you probably want some big money on Juliana Pena. Uh, I didn't see this coming. Uh, Amanda Nunes it, it had been a beast, had looked... Uh, had looked un, un, untouchable, um, but Pena said what she was going to do tonight, uh, you know, leading up to this fight. She said she was going to get up in her face. She wasn't going to back up at all. She was just going to come straight straight at her and, uh, you know, go out with on her shield. And um, that's what happened in this fight. It was, it was, a, it was a fucking exciting fight. Uh, first round, uh, Amanda Nunes looked, looked pretty good. She got a takedown. Uh, she she was able to control her on the ground a little bit, but didn't do too much damage. Uh, second round is where you know heated up. They started exchanging, um, and you seen that Pena was not going to go away. She was going to stand her ground, um, and, and and you know she started catching it with some jabs, throwing some wild stuff, and catching uh, Amanda Nunes as well. And Nunes was uh, was um, was kind of stuck in the mud. You know her footwork. She started sitting down on her punches, and she wasn't really moving. She was just going for one one punch knockouts. You could tell she was throwing just haymakers, but she didn't really have an answer. When um, Pena stood her ground, she took it to Nunez, and um, it was an exciting fight. If you guys got a chance to watch it, it, it was definitely uh, one of them good UFC fights, not one of the bad ones. It was definitely one of the exciting ones. Uh, you know, anytime you get a big upset like that, it, it's uh, it's it, it's good for the fans. And uh, you um. I believe Pena was about, I heard, uh, anywhere from plus 650 to plus 1,000. Uh, if you bet on her, you want some big money tonight, especially if you bet directly for her to get the KO. That was probably even better odds. Not sure where they are off the top of the head, but, um, yeah, if you if you took Pena tonight, you cashed out big. And um, what's next in that division, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Does... Uh, does Nunez try to get that immediate rematch? Does Pena give it to her? I don't know because she dealt with her pretty easily. She knocked her out in the second round, so I don't even know if she would get that immediate rematch. I think Dana will probably give it to her, give it to Amanda Nunez based on uh, you know her performance in the past. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at seeing a rematch immediately, but um, it might be smarter for Amanda Nunez to to go back and reevaluate evaluate um, you know her uh, strategy. And uh, go from there. Maybe take a, a lighter opponent in between. And hopefully she gets that rematch down the road. Because I do like Amanda Nunes. Um, she's always brought it. She's always, you know, gone for, gone, swung for the fences. She never went out. Even tonight, she was swinging. She didn't go out, um, you know, like a sucker, so to say. She was, she was going for it all. 
but she got beat by the better woman tonight. And Pena was, you could tell she was hungry. Uh, if you watch the interviews leading up to this, she's actually been asking for this fight for a while. She was calling out Amanda Nunes. And, um, you know, it was good to see, good to see an upset, you know. And and, and she was definitely hungry and, and she brought it tonight. So hats off to her. She did fucking what she's supposed to do. Um, big props to her for, for sticking by her guns, standing by her guns, coming in there saying she's going to slug it out and actually doing so. Uh, she didn't take many uh, steps back. For early, she took a couple. But after that, she kind of just, she said, fuck it, I'm standing on my ground. I'm going to work behind the jab. And um, she took it to Nunes. And shit was amazing, man. Uh, like I said, no, not too many predicted this. I definitely did not. I had Nunes uh, winning by knockout. So this was a shock to me. A uh, couple of my uh, my comrades in the group chat, I think we all had uh, Nunes. Uh, E major, my co-host on here, who jumps on from he, when he can. Uh, we were talking, and he was saying, uh, he said that uh, Nunez had a definitely a bad uh, game plan. She wasn't moving enough. She just was uh, hell bent on trying to get a knockout. We seen that last week with the uh, Tiafimo, or was that two weeks ago? One or two weeks ago, Tiafimo against uh, Cambosis, hell bent on getting that knockout, but um, you know, not preparing for the long haul. Maybe, uh, maybe she didn't train as hard as she should have. I don't know. I'm not sure. But tonight, uh, the better woman won, and, and it was an exciting fight. Uh, I don't know what's next for that division, though. Uh, I'm not I'm not really that in tune to the women's division to see who the uh, big opponents would be for a Pena if she was to not elect for a rematch with Nunes. Um, so right now, I'm saying we'll probably just see the rematch of that. I think that's the biggest fight out there. It'll make more money. It'll be a bigger sell than seeing her against one of these more unknown uh, women out there, you know, Dana's probably, he's a smart businessman. He's going to, he's going to go with the, with the, with the dollars. Dollars make sense. Uh, so the other big fight, the main event on the UFC card tonight was, uh, Charles Oliveira taking on, uh, Dustin Poirier. This fight was, uh, nonstop excitement from, from the bell, uh, opening bell. Uh, you know, they both came out, uh, Dustin was throwing some, some power. You could see that D Dustin Poirier, uh, is a, is a is good on his feet definitely with the boxing skills, but um, he had he had more power than Oliveira, but Oliveira you could see is much more well rounded. First round they were you know they were exchanging. Uh, Poirier caught Oliveira I believe it was a right uh, I believe it was a right and dropped him early in the fight, but Oliveira's got a chin. He took that shit nicely. Um, he was able to get up, give him some knees to the body, and later in that round. Um, he was answering back with good ones and twos. The jab and the straight were there for him, and he was catching uh, Dustin Poirier flush. Poirier, like I said, had the power when he when he hit Oliveira. He was hurting him, but um, Oliveira was smarter. He was able to get the takedowns in there. He was very tricky on the ground. Uh, I believe it was the second round where he got him down and was just pounding him out. Uh, Poirier had no real answer. He kind of just sat there flat on his back and took the beating. Uh, you know, he he didn't want to open his guard at all to try to make a better uh, position for himself. He was content in just standing there. And uh, Oliveira was raining down with the elbows. Uh, you know, he didn't cut him, but he was uh, he, he had his uh, he had his uh, forearm on his throat the whole time, catching him with the uh, wicked elbows. You know, for a good two three minutes, and he definitely won the second round easily. Uh, and, and you could see, um, he tired him out. He was hitting him with body shots as well when he was on the ground. Poirier just was, uh, he's a great fighter, 
but he was outclassed tonight by the champ, and I don't see how you could have the champ as the underdog. I don't really understand what the better be, the the what the uh, bet makers were thinking on this one. Uh, sometimes you get some weird stuff in MMA, and that was the case tonight because Oliveira is a champion. Um, you know, he coming off a win against Chandler, uh, and um, you know he's he's just a he's a beast. What can you say? He stands in there. He he ain't afraid to exchange. Um, those those flying knees to the ribs were wicked. Uh, regular knees to the body, uh, and, and just able to get the t single leg takedowns by by being sly like a fox and 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 a wily vet. You see, he's just very tactical in there uh, with the grappling, very tricky. And he was on another level on the ground that uh, Poirier definitely could not take it to. But I would say that uh, Oliveira was beating him uh, standing up as well, even though Poirier was landing. The harder shots, uh, Oliveira was definitely landing some clean shit, um, ones and twos. Um, yeah, he was tagging him, but he didn't have the pop behind him. But the body shots you could see were wearing him out. And, um, you know, he was just going to be like a snake where he was just going to wrap him around eventually. You could see, he, you know, and he got to him uh, late and he won the fight on a... Rear naked choke submission. Uh, oh, no, my bad. Yeah, rear naked choke, uh, third round submission. Uh, sky's the limit for Oliveira. I don't know where he goes next. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Let me let me look at some of the possible opponents here for a, for a Charles Oliveira. Uh, let me pull this shit up right quick. MMA. Divisional rankings. Let's check ESPN. And we're going to go down to the lightweight, I believe it is. One second. Yeah, so a lightweight. Uh, Gaethje. Gaethje's available. Uh, Daniel uh, Daria. Uh, Benel Darius. I seen him fight. He he, he beat uh, Ferguson. I seen that a couple fights ago. That was that was nice. That was an impressive win. Even though Tony is not, uh, he's kind of a shell of what he used to be. Still still impressive. Uh, and actually, uh, Darius has a, a fight schedule February twenty sixth uh, versus the very impressive Islam Makachev. Uh, you know the Khabib clone, Dagestani uh, beast wrestler. Uh, he's ranked five. Michael Chandler still in the mix, even though he's taking a couple L's. Uh, he's game. He's down for anybody. Um, so that'll be interesting to see if he gets up there, if he if he can make a make some noise and try to get back into the upper half of the uh, the rankings. Rafael dos Anjos, Gregor Gillespie, Ferguson at ten. Uh, nothing major there. Oliveira, I guess I would say Gaethje would probably be uh, the next best fight for him. Uh, Gaethje coming off that big win against Michael Chandler. I don't know if you guys seen that one, November sixth. That was a fucking slugfest, old school rock'em sock'em robot type of fight, and um, definitely uh, worth checking out if you get a chance to see that possibly on YouTube or wherever you catch your uh, fight replays. But I think uh, you're definitely looking at a uh, Justin Gaethje versus Oliveira, which would be a fucking uh, beautiful fight. Uh, you, that's the type of fight we're looking for uh, in any any sport, boxing, MMA, either one. Those those are the type of fights we want. They're, you know, both guys are going to bring it. Uh, it's going to be a slugfest. 
Um, you know, if I had if I had to pick right now, if that fight does happen, I know I'm talking uh, fights that haven't even been signed yet or made. But I'm just looking at this uh, rankings. This is definitely the fight I see happening if I was a matchmaker for the UFC. Uh, Oliveira, Gaethje, and I'm taking Oliveira. I learned my lesson. I bet against, uh, put a little something on uh, Michael Chandler against Oliveira a couple months back. And uh, Oliveira took him out. Uh, Chandler heard him, though. But Oliveira is a beast, man. He got a chin. He got endurance. He's well-rounded. He's dangerous on the ground. The submission game is lethal. Uh, standing choke uh, applied to uh, Dustin Poirier tonight, just like a fucking uh, anaconda choking out his prey. It was it was lethal. It was deadly. It was very fucking impressive. Uh, uh, like There's levels to this grappling shit, and Oliveira is on that top-tier level. Uh, not too many could fuck with him, I don't believe. So, I want to see this shit happen. Uh, Gaethje versus Oliveira, because that's the best fight out there, I believe. Makachev, now if he can get that win against Darius, I think he'd probably move up in the rankings pretty high. And that's another possibility. Uh, I don't know, that that would be a fucking, that would be a good fight too. That would be a solid fight. You're looking at two um, two killers in there. Uh, Makachev has not been tested really uh, in the uh, grappling game. So we'll see. We'll see what, what that future matchup could bring. But I think next on the table, you're going to get Oliveira versus Gaethje. Uh, you, you can, uh, I think you can pretty much count on that one happening uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, all right, let's get, to, uh, let's get to some boxing. We had a big fight, a semi-big fight. I'm not going to say it was the biggest fight between uh, Lomachenko uh, making his second fight after the L to Tiafimo Lopez, who recently lost to Jorge, uh, to Cambosas uh, Jr. a uh, couple weeks back. Uh, so this fight was, um, you know, I said this was going to be an interesting fight because Kome is, is uh, um, you know, he's got power. And he's not a punk. He's not going to quit. Um, he was stopped in the second round by Tiafimo Lopez. We'll get to that later um, in their encounter. But um, I thought that Komei could possibly give um, Loma some trouble. But overall, I knew I had a feeling Loma was going to win the fight because he definitely is the superior, more well-rounded technical fighter. And uh, it showed tonight. Uh, the footwork, uh, I got to say, was amazing. But um, Komei was a little stiff. Uh, Komei didn't have the greatest game plan. Uh, I know it's hard to account for, for the speed of Loma. You know, he's getting in, in and out with the uh, staccato style, in and out, one-two, choppy little style, the the weird um, angles and all that. I, I thought Komei, personally, I thought Komei should have went to the body a lot more. Even if you're just throwing jabs and one-twos one and straights, you know, I, I think that would have been... A smarter way to go. Uh, he kind of headhunted a little bit in there. He he had some success to the body, um, but Loma, you know, Loma is one of them. One of them very great technical fighters. Uh, it's gonna take somebody well versed in in all around fighter to beat him again. Um, so Loma, essentially, you know, was able to to dictate the pace of this fight overall. You know, he controlled the, the pace of the fight 80% of the time. Komei had a couple moments where he landed a couple good shots. Nothing major. Didn't really rock uh, 
didn't rock Loma. Loma, you could tell Loma's goal was to take away that powerful right hand of Kome. He wasn't going to get caught by that. Glove was up all night. He, you could see he was he was not going to give him that. I thought Kome had an opportunity to possibly um, catch him with the uppercut, but he didn't seem to willing to let it go enough. Lomo was peppering enough with the peppering him enough with the ones and twos to keep him honest, uh, so he couldn't sell out. Uh, but but Loma was definitely the more slippery fighter. He was he was able to get him inside. He was working uh, working in the in the clinch in the breaks, uh, in between you know break when the ref was breaking him, he'd get a sneaky little shot in there, a couple borderline dirty shit. Uh, but um, you know impressive win for Loma. I'd say Kome is about a B-level fighter, maybe B-minus, uh, you know, because he's kind of a one-trick pony. He's got the power, decent jab, but the, most of the most of the problems he's going to create are from the right. Um, now, as I mentioned earlier, Tiafimo Lopez was able to deal with Kome pretty early. I believe it was a second-round knockout. Let me check on that real quick. Uh, I believe it was a second-round knockout, maybe first. I'm going to double-check, though, fact-check myself. Uh, Kome. Let's see. Let's let's see. You find this one. Kome results. I can't find this shit. Let's see. Uh, round two. 113 in a round two. That's what I that's what I thought. So back to this. Well, I guess we're not even gonna get a potential Tiafimo versus Loma rematch because Tiafimo has said he's going up to 140. Uh Big Leo, he's a he's a Loma guy. He says Loma is back. I say pump the brakes, not too fast. Uh still ain't still ain't in there with the A level guy. Um I don't think he's gonna get a chance to revenge his loss against Tiafimo. Because as I stated, uh, Tiafimo was talking that talk of going up to 140 to take potentially a fight with uh, Josh Taylor uh, at 140. Uh, back to this fight. Um, as I said, very not super impressive, but but fairly impressive. So I give Loma his props. I'm not the biggest Loma dude. Where the fuck am I getting this audio from? Hold up. Okay, let me just turn this ESPN popping up with the pop-up shit on me. Uh, Loma, Big Leo, Loma is back. Okay, so so let me ask you, Big Leo. Uh, you can uh, you can snipe in the in the in the chat line. Uh, who you got in a fight between Loma and Tank Davis? First of all, uh, a fight between Loma, Devin Haney, uh, a potential fight between. Loma and a Shakur Stevenson coming up to 35 possibly. Because I, I feel, as I've said before, I think Stevenson is the cream of the crop out of all this uh, 130 to 140 uh, potential, potentially great fighters. I think that um, Shakur is probably going to be the best. I, I like what I've seen out of him early on, even in the Olympics, even though he took that L. Uh, I've I seen, um, you know, something that, Something there. This dude is—he has that it factor. I think he hasn't even had to turn it on yet. I think he's got some great power that he's going to display later on. And and if Loma were to fight Stevenson down the road, I think Stevenson gets gives Loma that 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 L. 
so Loma, who, who's a potential opponent for Loma? Let's go ahead and check that out. Let's look at the lightweight division, 135. I mean, I, I think personally he will stick on the uh, the top-ranked diet. Bob Arum is notorious for making his dudes fight their own, uh, you know, uh, promotional counter, promotional uh, stable mates. So I see that uh, happening. Uh, Cambosis Jr. comes to mind. Uh, he's a top-ranked guy, I believe. Is he top-ranked? I'm pretty sure he's top-ranked. Uh, so Vasily versus Tank would be another good one. Haney, as I mentioned. Lopez, I think Lopez is at 140. Ryan Garcia, I think I would take definitely take Loma in that fight. I didn't see enough out of Ryan Garcia ever, but definitely in the uh, Campbell fight, Ryan Garcia looked a little bit, um, a little bit weak. I'm going to be honest. His defense looked weak. Um, he was getting tagged a little bit. He got dropped in that fight. So I would probably, I would definitely take Loma in that fight against Ryan Garcia. Uh, Joseph Diaz, Jojo Diaz, uh, Loma would take that as well. But it would be, it would be, a, it would be a hard fight because Jojo brings that shit every fight. Rematch with Linares would be, I wouldn't mind seeing that. He did drop Loma. I think uh, Loma probably wins that. But you know, it's, that's an exciting fight. I wouldn't mind seeing again if. Linares is even active. I don't know if he he may retire. Possibly, I'm thinking. Uh, Loma already beat Come. Isaac Cruz is another one. I think Loma will win that. But I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where Loma goes from here. Because I like I said, I don't think he's going to get that rematch with the uh, with Tiafimo anytime in the near future. Uh, so I mean, if I'm scoring this fight uh, tonight, I'm gonna give it a. If I'm grading it, I'm going to give Loma, uh, I'll give him an A minus. Uh, he pretty much, he pretty much dictated the pace. Um, he was the, it was a good matchup for him stylistically. Uh, he was able to, you know, use the footwork and the speed and just, uh, he dominated without doing too much major damage. He had him hurt, I believe in the seventh round. He rocked him with a couple and, and, um, he definitely, he definitely had him hurt. Oh, Connor Ben, Big Leo says Connor Ben beat Chris Algeria in fourth round. Wants Amir Khan, Kel Brook winner next. Yeah, Connor Ben has been impressive. The son of Nigel Ben, second generation boxer. Um, he's shown some power, um, some good technical ability. Uh, he's definitely going to be in the mix uh, down the road, starting to make his name for himself. That would be nice to see. Uh, you know, the English uh, little tournament over there. Amir Khan uh, versus Kel Brook. Versus Connor Ben, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. That's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, Con and Bell, uh, Con and uh, Kelbrook. I would take uh, personally. I'll take Kelbrook. I think he's got a little more pop than Con, even though Con has a little more speed. I think Kelbrook throws them ones and twos, doesn't sell out, and and is able to time Con and maybe rock him late and get a um. I'd say a stoppage because we've seen that Con's chin. Is uh definitely not there, so I would take Kell Brook in a. I don't know if that would be upset at this point. Con hasn't fought in a while either. I think there's it's probably a pick 'em fight. That's close to a pick 'em, I would guess, betting wise. Give me uh Kell Brook to win that upset, the slight upset, I guess you would say. General, uh, you know, casual fans are gonna know uh, Amir Khan, so I guess in a public public view, it would be an upset. 
Hell of fights tonight. Uh, it did the Big Leo did the uh, Nonado Denaire fight. Uh, did that uh, start yet? When is that starting? I might get out of here and watch that. I usually try to keep these little fight night ones under uh, 30, 35 minutes. Um, just want to get our thoughts out there. Try to get some of the, my other uh, co-hosts on here one of these nights. Saturday nights are busy, so I, I feel it. But we got to get Big Leo back on air. Got to get uh, E Major, It's Major, back on air. Womack, I don't really give a fuck. He don't really watch fights. He'd be on some fuck shit, so... I'm not really worried about him. Selwall, we can get Selwall. I know I know he's a big fight fan. We've had debates, uh, arguments over the years, but we're both uh, big, big fight fans. And uh, he's been in that ring uh, doing Muay Thai fights, so we'll get him on as well. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ramp up this TDC, uh, get TDC back on the map here, get TDC popping off. I think it's important to get the deadly combination back on the air. Uh, in some, in some uh, iteration, as I said, either segment uh weekly on the gold dirty bastards or we just keep doing these uh we just keep doing these um you know one-offs fight night uh start doing some previews as well i'd like to to start doing that um so if you're a fight fan definitely uh follow us on instagram as you see down below to the right uh instagram at the deadly combination podcast um, and you can also um, follow uh, at Gold Dirty Bastards Podcast as well. It's all the same umbrella, same family, uh, same characters. You know, it's all the same. It's all love. Um, so definitely check us out there. Uh, as I said, Gold Dirty Bastards is going to be like, uh, you know, um, mostly NFL. But we do NBA. We do uh, MLB. We do we we cover the boxing and shit there. We cover a little bit of uh, MMA there as well. We do hip hop. Uh, we do some you know even Marvel, Disney Plus movies. Uh, we do a little bit of everything. So you know we like thirty one flavors on that show. We got a little bit of something for everybody. So make sure you follow that. Follow the podcast. Uh, check us out. We usually record Monday or Tuesday night. Um, and I think we're gonna get on out of here on that note. Uh, we will be here uh, periodically for the big fights. Uh, so thanks for tuning in and make sure to hook us up. Uh, give us a like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter as well, uh, at Gold Bastards with the Z. Um, what else we got? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's where you can follow us, find our content. We also have an anchor uh, at Gold Dirty Bastards. On Anchor, you can find audio versions of all of our podcasts. Uh, and it'll, we also have uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, but if you want the video, you know, come straight to to YouTube, and we'll get it, we'll get it uh, squared away for you. You can enjoy the content there. Like I said, um, we appreciate the likes and subscribes. We're trying to build something brick by brick. We're trying to be all natural or all natural, organic, no GMO. We're not on the bot hypes. We're not trying to do that Ultron shit. We try to grow organically and. Um, try to get the shit popping if you if you're a fan of ours if you like what we talk about don't be afraid to jump in the comments here live comments comments later on we try to reply um you know we can argue we can we can we can chat we can do whatever um and you know we welcome we welcome it all you know so kick that shit to us and you know we'll respond back to you uh and on that note i think we're gonna get the fuck up out of here Big Leo, uh, shout out to you for uh, watching the stream and uh, jumping in. We'll get you on next next go round. We'll get more the more the merrier on this shit. Get the fight uh, fight fight talks popping off. 
so we're going to get on out of here on that note. And uh, like I said, check us out on IG at the Deadly Combination Podcast and at Gold Dirty Bastards Podcast. Uh, we out. Catch you guys next fight. Late.